thank you for the songs that have been sung, the prayers that have been played, the opportunity to worship you in our giving. And also an opportunity for us to participate in communion. Now as we look into your word, we ask that it will touch our hearts, that it will propel us into a location that will glorify you, that you will be glorified in all things. So we thank you and we honor you for it all. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. 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 We are into a brand new series, and this series is entitled, How We Grow. I want to. I want to. Want to. Just want to make sure everybody hears that. How we grow, not pointing fingers at anybody or looking at anybody else. Is talking about how, as a collective body of believers, how we grow. And our first thing that we want to look at today is how we grow. We want to talk about that growth is found when we practice protecting our time, our heart, our sleep, and our study times. Let me hit that one more time for the person that was dozing when I said it. <laughs> growth is found when we practice protecting our time, our heart, our sleep, and our study times. Our sub-topic for today is entitled, Guardians of Growth. We want to be guardians of growth. Our definitions are as follows. Grow means to advance, to improve, to make progress. And disciplines are to instruct or educate, to inform the mind, to prepare by instructing in correct principles and habits. And guard means to secure against injury, loss, or attack, to, to protect, to defend, to keep in safety. Y'all get ready. We're getting ready to get on this roller coaster really quickly because it becomes very sensitive to me be, that we have to ensure that we instill the spiritual disciplines that are necessary for us to grow into what God has called for us to be and to do. We have to practice those things. We hear so much about practicing uh uh, uh, exercise, practicing how to do all these things into making sure that we keep our body healthy, but sometimes we neglect doing those things in the same manner in the spiritual mindset. So let's go through a few scriptures today. The first one is going to be Proverbs, the fourth chapter, and the 23rd verse. And it says in the English Standard Version, keep your heart with all diligence, vigilance, I don't know what word I said, for 
from it flows the springs of life. Psalms 23, 2 and 3 says this. He leads me, he makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in path of righteousness for his name's sake. Mark the 6th chapter, 30th verse starts with this. The, the apostles returned to Jesus and told him all they had done and taught. And he said to them, Jesus, come away by yourselves to a desolate place and rest a while. For many were coming and going and they had no leisure even to eat. And they went away in the boat to a desolate place by themselves. Our final scripture for today is Philippians, the fourth chapter, starting at the first, I mean the fourth verse. It says, Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I will say, Rejoice. Let your reasonableness be known to everyone. The Lord is at hand. Do not be anxious about anything. But in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your request be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Father, we thank you for your word. We ask that it falls upon the good soul of our heart in Jesus' name. Now let's get on and buckle up for this roller coaster ride. We see it here as we are called to be the guardians for growth, the guardians to growth, the guardians of growth, that we have a responsibility ourselves for our growth, that we have a personal responsibility which is a profane word in society today that we have to take on a level of responsibility in order to cause something to happen. No, the government is not going to provide you with growth. The government is not going to set aside or plan or give you money for growth. This is a time where you personally have to work on growth. In the military, when basic training, we go through this thing called bayonet training. And in the bayonet training, you had all these different positions that you held your rifle at in order to get ready to uh, execute the movements. But the first thing that you would tell a trainee to do is on guard, which means be ready. When you get ready to do the uh, the bayonet training with, with the little, uh, I can't even think of the name of it right now, with the soft little things on the end where you're competing against somebody, the first thing you say is on guard. So on guard tells us that we have to be ready for what's coming which means that we can't be sleeping, we can't be uh, snoring, we can't be dozing, but we have to be prepared for what's coming. And so for us to guard means for us to be ready for what is coming. So when we are going 
forward, when we are moving forward in our responsibility, as we have said, is to protect our time, our heart, our sleep, and our study habits, we have to be on guard to protect those things. Which means we have to set aside the time. It means we have to be cognizant and with intentionality make those times happen. Protecting our time. Making sure that we have designated time by which to spend time with the Word of God and with God himself. A lot of us have the opportunity to set aside and some of us will listen to scripture. Some of us will read scripture. But do we take time and set aside the time? Do we guard the time to ask God what is he saying in his word? Do we set aside that time where we are, as we talked about before, where we're meditating upon that word so it becomes a part of who we are? Are we on guard? Are we in the position? Are we ready to do those types of things? Told you this is a roller coaster. So then we're going to talk about guarding our heart. Our heart is not just the thing that... Uh, is uh, pumping the blood and the oxygen into our bodies. But what we're talking about, and when we're talking about this heart, is the center of who we are. Who we are, what we think, how we live. How do we guard our hearts? By renewing our mind. We keep the word of God coming into our mind, and then it becomes a part of who we are, our center and our being. So it becomes a, a part of our heart. The Bible tells us that out of the abundance of your heart, your mouth will speak. So are we speaking those things that are guarding our mind and our heart? Are we positioning ourselves so that our heart is receiving the necessary nourishment that it needs in order for it to be healthy. What do you mean by that, preacher? I mean, are you getting an adequate amount of rest so that your heart can function effectively? I'm talking physical and spiritual at the same time. We need to, not only do we need to rest our body, but we need to rest our mind and our spirit. When you are constantly on guard, you can become fatigued over time. So you need to take opportunity just to step back and rest. And just as, as we talked about, and just get some sleep. And I'm not talking about sitting in the bed and, and reading or sitting in the bed and watching your favorite show. I'm talking about sitting yourself down, closing your eyes. Even, you know what, just came to mind. It's one of the funniest things i ever seen. Is when a little kid, you say, well, it's time to go lay down, but I'm not sleepy. <laughs> Come on, it's time to lay down. I'm not sleepy. Come on, lay down. You finally get them in the bed. Their head touched the pillow. And they say, I'm not. <sighs> Why? Because we always want to know what's going on. But sometimes we need to disengage and just rest and just relax 
and just know that God's got everything under control. And then when we wake up, everything will still be all right. That's why he said it's just like us allowing ourselves to uh, lay down in green pastures, that, that we're just sitting by the still waters, the waters that's not making any noise, and that he, as we're laying there, he's restoring what? My soul. He's restoring my soul. And when we awaken, he leads me along the path of righteousness for his namesake. That is how God works this out. That is how God does this. Why? Because he wants us to reflect his glory in the earth. And so as we're going along this journey, as we're riding on this roller coaster, the final thing it comes to, and I think this is one of the most important parts of this whole thing, is that we need to uh, be on guard about our study time. And study is different from reading. Study means that I'm going to go a little bit deeper into what I'm reading. I'm going to get some information. I'm going to look into it so that I can understand it on another level. And as I have Holy Spirit come in and talk to me about it, that I can dig deeper into what it is that I am studying. We've got to take the time. We have to do the things because we know that this is not a uh, walk in the park. This is a battle for the souls of men. And so what we have to grab hold of is the fact that growth is when we practice protecting our time. Not just say I'm protecting my time, but being a configuration, being set up, having things set up so that it appears that you are actually doing what you're saying. It's easy to say it, but sometimes it becomes a little trying to do it. But we're not going to be trying, we're going to do it. And so, if we want to grow in our relationship with God, guess what? We must practice the discipline of guarding that which is valuable and life-giving. I'm going to say that again. We must practice the discipline of guarding that which is valuable and life-giving. A lot of us... You know, when, back in the young, my younger days, we had this saying that we'll just sleep when we're dead. That was one of the stupidest things we could have ever say. But we said it. Why? Because sleep is precious to us. God designed this body so that when we're sleeping, that it repairs itself. And that's why it's important for you to get the adequate amount of sleep. Why is it important? Because when we are doing the things that are important to God, which is our rest, why do you think he set aside a day for rest? He said it's so important that even he rests. He set the example. Why is that important? Because it is important for our body, which is designed to regenerate and fix itself, to have time to do that. But no, you got to run 100 miles an hour, and then the body starts 
You know what, the thing is, went through my mind. I used to be, uh, back in the day when A.J. Foyt was a, a NASCAR racer, he was one of my favorite racers. I used to love his little cowboy hat with that big old feather in it. And the one thing you learn about NASCAR is that when they, when they running out of gas or they need new tires, they come in and do what's called a pit stop, right? Yeah. Yeah. Now, if everybody in that pit do not do their job, they can actually kill the driver. Yeah. If the tires, which are taken off and put back on, if they're not locked on right, that tire will come off and cause an accident. Yeah. And sometimes the driver will be like, I gotta go, I gotta go, and he can't move until that crew chief says roll because he's watching everything that's going on. Right. But no, we don't, we don't wanna wait on the pit crew. We know more than the, than the, than the, uh, the pit, uh, pit chief. What we do is we slam on the gas and running out there with wobbly tires and half a tank of gas, and then we wonder why we can't finish the race. Yes, yes. We got to take rest. We got to find time for rest. We got to find time for rest. If you can't find time for rest, then that means you need to make time for rest. Rest is important to your entire being. Finally, I think I'm gonna finish this up today. We guarding is so important. Think about it. If you have held the highest position in this land, President of the United States, you have guards the rest of your life until you perish. We have uh, our, uh, I think he was the 39th President, Mr. Jimmy Carter, Celebrates 99 years old today, October 1st. 99 years old and still got security details. Why? Because precious things need to be guarded. Precious things need to have security. Precious things need to have focus so that it does not become common, but it's something that is precious to us. If we want to grow, we will protect that which is valuable and life-giving to us. If you want to grow. If you want to grow, we will protect that which is valuable and life-giving to us. We find out my last little illustration, we find out that when you go to the gym, we find out that after the person lifts the weights and he's gone through this workout, what his body does, it goes through a thing called hypertrophy. Hypertrophy means that his, his muscles that have been torn now begin the repairing process and make themselves stronger than they were before because they've been broken down. But he has to give them time to do that. We have to have that same type of, I get into the word, I'm making sure I'm on guard, I gotta make sure I get my rest, and as you keep doing that, and then when 
uh, things come against you and you work through them and you get the victory over them, you go and get you some more rest and your body starts building up more, which means your faith is increased and you have more and more strength for the journey. Again, we want to protect our time. We want to protect our heart. We want to protect our sleep and protect our time of study. Why? Because that is how we grow in the spirit. Now, I know somebody probably saying, well, it ain't too spiritual about Getting sleep, well, all that, see, that's why you're missing it. <laughs> that is exactly why you're missing it, because that is one of the most important aspects of growth. <laughs> allowing your mind to be focused, allowing your body to be rested, allows you to be on guard with full strength yes. when you have to deal Amen. with someone, something in your life. So my final thing today is, again, if you, if we, if us's want to grow, then you, we, and us's will protect that which is valuable and life-giving to us. Amen? Amen. Well, with that being said, I do want to remind those that do not know Jesus because Jesus actually is, 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 is so circular in how it, how it works. It's, Jesus allows us to be rested in our spirit because of, like we said, that he gives us a peace that passes all understanding. And that peace will be on guard for our hearts, with our hearts. And with our minds as we stay in Christ Jesus. I know some of us want peace. And I'm telling you how to get a peace that is supernatural. The way that you get that peace is to understand that you can't have peace without Jesus. You can try everything. And as the songwriter says, now that you tried everything, you realize that you should have tried Jesus. And you have the opportunity today to bring, allow, and make Jesus the head of your life. Yeah. It's not a complicated thing. It requires you to confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead. And then uh, you will be saved. And uh, It says, the Bible goes on to say, for with the heart one believes and is justified. And with the mouth, one confesses and is, and is saved. As we said earlier, the heart is not the beating organ. It is the center of who you are. Where your emotions, your, your mind, all that stuff is to all together. Where all that is going on within you, that is the heart that God is talking about. The Bible then goes on to say that everyone that calls upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Now, I want to tell you, the decision today is yours, but we want you to make it because we want to come alongside you and assist you along this journey. No matter where you are in the world, we want to assist you. And the best way for us to do that, we've discovered, is through email. You can email us at info at godshousecc.com. 
or you can text us at 864-920-0100. Let us know that you have made a decision today. We'll come alongside you and assist you along this journey. Why? Because this ain't an individual event. This is a team sport. We are all in this together. And I would sing the song, but it's secular for right now, so I ain't going to sing it. But anyway, so with that being said, if you, when you make that decision, contact us. Let us know you made that decision so we can come alongside you and assist you along that journey. Amen. Friends and family, one more time. If we want to grow, we will protect that which is valuable and life-giving to us. Make these your priorities. Your time, your sleep, mm -hmm. your uh, heart, and your study. Make those priority in your life. And I'm telling you that this will cause you to grow in a supernatural way. I will tell you to make that sleep almost the number one one in your life. You can start getting enough sleep, things won't bother you as much. I, okay, I'm getting ready to preach again. But anyway, <laughs> you got to get that together. We're going to continue along this journey on how we grow, implementing spiritual disciplines next week with episode number two. We're going to do this for the whole month of October, and we will hit you with that next week. Uh, so until next week, God's blessings be upon you in Jesus' name.